0: hello everyone and welcome to the one man renegade podcast i'm your host the honorable greg b this is chapter 61 um and um yeah not not as much going on this time around as the last couple last couple shows have been packed uh but still a lot of stuff happening um i didn't i decided not to i, I, I forgoed the uh uh pregame and postgame uh adventures um this time around, I did go to a couple games this week though, or actually since well let's say I went to three games, I guess technically since uh the last podcast uh I went to game seven uh Celtics against the uh bucks Celtics pulled it out, they prevailed, moved on to the next round. I went to game two of that last night uh they won game one last night they won game two after a huge comeback, and then also went to the bruins uh game t- uh game three um. Against Tampa, they unfortunately did not do as well. Uh, they got beat up pretty good. Uh, they're now down two to one. Uh, game three is our game. Game four is tonight. Uh, hopefully they can bounce back because if they go down three to one heading back to Tampa, I do not like their odds. Um, but hopefully they can bounce back. Uh, Ryan Donato is going to make his uh, first appearance of the playoffs, I believe. Unless did he play in one of the Toronto games? I think he might have. Regardless, he's playing tonight, uh so hopefully he can be a spark in the lineup that they need after a really good game one. Um games two game two was okay, you know, I mean you kinda figured Tampa's gonna win one. And then game three they just came out and looked ugly and uh just never never got into the flow of the game. Um some bad officiating, but honestly they didn't deserve to win that game regardless. It didn't help that there was some bad officiating but, uh Basically, it's, you know, the thing that people complain about with the two referees. One guy's calling it one way, one guy's calling it the other way. You know, the one guy's calling it one way is making all the calls down on one side of the ice. The other guy that's on the other side of the ice isn't making any calls. And, you know, it's kind of a mishmash of um, of stuff. Um, I mean, the NBA, my biggest issue with officiating is they never call traveling. And it's annoying as hell because uh, guys are taking four or five steps or just not dribbling. That's the the biggest thing too is they get the ball and like they, they'll start, you know, they'll take two steps before they dribble and it's like that's traveling. You're not allowed to do that. Um Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is what it is, but um it's just it's <laughs> it's just absurd the way the way they uh, don't call traveling these days. Um And I mean, that's been the case for a while now, but I feel like it's even more egregious uh in the last few few years than it ever was um Listen, I get it they don't want to call traveling every play even though they probably could but it's just annoying um but yeah so uh what else is going on i mean yeah i mean that's the big uh playoff stuff going on uh t- toronto raptors woof, wow um i don't know if they uh they're just uh feeling the feeling the uh effects of the Maple Leafs losing or whatever, but wow, they came out and looked they blew game one. They should have won game one against Cleveland. Blew that and then just got destroyed last night and now they're on two nothing headed back to Cleveland. So yeah, it looks like <laughs> they're in trouble. Uh no they have no one that can cover LeBron. I mean that's a lot of teams problems. Um but uh yeah. I don't know, Celtics are up to nothing on uh, 76ers, so you could be looking at a rematch of last year in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, at least that seems to be, um, you know, currently. I mean, but Boston won their two games at home, so they kind of did what they're supposed to be. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'd be really surprised if uh, Philadelphia doesn't uh, at least win one of these games in Philadelphia coming up uh, over the weekend. Um, but yeah, I mean, after them... Blowing a 22-point lead last night, Uh Celtics coming back, you know, that, that was pretty uh, pretty impressive on the Celtics, uh, Jalen Brown did come back last night, he got injured in Game 7, didn't play Game 1, didn't seem to matter, they won both those games, and then they won last night undefeated at home still, uh, which is, you know, that's good, I mean, they, they play well at home, um, so let's see what happens when they go to Philadelphia, you know, uh, yeah, uh, Bruins have actually played well in Tampa this year, or played well against Tampa. I sh- well, no, I, I yeah, you know they played pretty well against Tampa this year. So it's you know, I, I, especially in Boston, which was the surprising thing, uh, you know, that happened. Um, um on to was that Wednesday night, yeah, uh, pff, that they came out so flat. Um, meanwhile, the Red Sox are kind of, I mean, they were off to like one of the best starts ever. They've kind of come back to earth, unfortunately. Now the Yankees are doing amazing. So, yeah, it's going to be a battle all year. I think the Yankees are one game behind the uh, Red Sox now. I mean, Mookie Betts has been in a tear. Uh, You know, he got injured, but he came back and then hit three home runs and then hit another one last night. He's leading the league right now, which is crazy. Um, Yeah, but um, yeah, we got a big matchup against the. Uh, Yankees next week in New York, so that will be a big test. Um, David Price has been so inconsistent. Pomerantz hasn't looked good after coming back. Uh, his sales looked fine, looked, but you know, then they don't score any runs for him half the time. It's you know, tough, tough for him to do anything. Kimbrel unfortunately blew a save the other night. Um, but uh, they came back the next day and, and got the got the save. Um, but they got smoked in Texas last night. Uh, all right. So what else is going on? Um, Homeland wrapped up their season. I really have nothing else to say except that the season's over. I mean, I think they have one more year left, and that's going to be it. Unfortunately, Ash versus Evil Dead is now done. Um, which you know, honestly, they didn't know it was going to be done with the 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 season finale or whatever it would end up and ends up being the series finale because they definitely set it up for another season it was kind of looked like it was going to be kind of a mad max type of thing or like the earth was kind of destroyed and it was the future and it looked like it could have been really cool and hopefully it ends up somewhere else because i definitely want to watch that show and unfortunately stars said no, nope, we're done and that stinks but um yeah i don't know i mean with all the with all the different uh different uh, uh medium media's mediums medium i don't know all the different uh, uh um ways to put stuff out there these days uh you know netflix hulu uh, amazon stars hbo showtime you know whatever fx um yeah, it'd be a little eh, could they do it in, eh, i don't see why they couldn't do it on fx um it'd be a little 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 eh, it might be tough it kind of has to be on like a on a um, premium um, thing, but whatever, I, I, um, you know. But even YouTube now, YouTube Red, uh, the new Karate Kid show just dropped. Um, I don't know if it was today or I don't know if it was today or sometime recently. I haven't watched it yet, but um, definitely on the radar. That, that looks interesting to me. So the premise is basically Johnny, uh, Johnny Lawrence. Uh, um, reopens Cobra Kai, so then Daniel um, Danielson decides he's gonna train, tr- do my Miyagi Do, <laughs> and starts training somebody or whatever. I don't know. Um, it seems interesting. I'm definitely gonna check it out. Uh, any if you're a fan of Karate Kid, and not even not even anything other than the, just the original Karate Kid, I don't think you really need to be. Uh, uh, obviously, Mr. Miyagi is dead, and he's not in it. I wonder, I want to, it'll be interesting to see if, uh, what's his face? Crease is in it, though. I kind of feel like he'll have to be, I mean, he's still alive, uh, I think. Um, as the original sensei of uh, Cobra Kai. I, I, how could he not be in it? He should be in it, if he's not in it. I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know. And I haven't really looked up anything, so. Uh, but yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, I don't know. I've been watching, uh, I just finished watching the, um, uh what's it called um unsolved the Tupac and Biggie thing which you know <laughs> the ending's kind of depressing and unfulfilling and whatever but i guess that's just what it is i mean you know <laughs> it's called unsolved they they weren't going to solve it <laughs> um unfortunately but um yeah it was it was an interesting show Uh, I don't know, there was stuff in there I didn't know anything about, because honestly, you know, I mean, they got killed 20 years ago, and then after that, I was like, oh well, they're dead, so, whatever, I don't know, I never really followed much more after that, Um, but, yeah, Uh, what else, I don't know, there's so many shows still on right now, um, that I'm kind of trying to keep up with and watch, Uh, it's hard to, like, really uh, pinpoint something yet, uh, once they have their finales and they are over, it's easier to talk about as a full season. But it's like, I don't know what's what's happening and something could change completely tomorrow. But yeah. Okay. So, all right. Let's just get into it. Um, I, I'm going to... I did go see uh, Avengers Infinity War. I will try my best not to... Spoilers. Um but here are my thoughts, my initial thoughts. Without there's probably be tiny little spoilers, but most of the stuff I think if you have been watching anything about the Infinity War you kinda of already knew or at least were aware of. Um and a couple things that aren't really relevant to anything and they don't really spoil anything. They're just kind of more like uh okay, well this, you know, don't don't basically if you're a big Ant Man or Hawkeye fan. Don't go, don't go to the movie and you know just for them because you're going to be disappointed because they're both not in it. Ant Man sort of makes sense because they're going to do Ant Man Wasp, and supposedly that takes place right off the Civil War before this, so you kind of don't want to give away what happens in there. Again, somehow that might tie into the next Avengers film, but not this one. So um, the other thing about this movie is as much as they want to tell you, this isn't part one of two like it originally was supposed to be they changed their mind on that this is a separate movie they're separate movies it really is part one of two i, I mean you, you you can't have this movie go the way it does and not have it like another part to it and there's nothing in between cuz ant-man wasp like i said takes place before this and then captain marvel which is also going to be out before the next iron man or next, uh, <laughs> the uh, next sorry the next avengers is uh in set in the past it might tie in somehow but it's the movie itself is set in the past so basically the story as far as i can tell has to just keep continue from where it leaves off um and if you see it you'll know what i mean uh a couple other things that were spoilerly and i didn't even know it until after i think i recorded the 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 uh, avengers marvel thing that i did last week um So, I mean, it's not much of a spoiler to know that Thanos gets some Infinity Gems. I mean, clearly in the commercial he has two of them already. But it's misleading. It's very misleading in the commercials, certain elements for certain scenes. Because in the commercial, the scene makes it seem that it's this way, when it actually is a completely different way. A little misleading on a couple of those things. It is what it is, it's fine, but it's like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense based off the commercials, or whatever. Uh, The other thing, if you've seen the commercials at all, obviously Winter Soldier gets his arm back. That one's pretty obvious. Pretty, pretty, pretty easy to pick that one up. But another one, there's another appendage that if you paid close enough attention to the ads, that someone gets back. I don't want to ruin it necessarily, but there's not a lot of people that have missing appendages right now uh there's another person but is it, it they actually the way they do it kind of all ties in really nicely with a separate movie like or you know you know obviously this is all the culmination of all the movies so they kind of like there's p- bits and pieces of stuff that happened in all the previous movies in this movie do you need to have seen all those movies man eh, probably not does it help yes um is this a good movie just on its own Hard for me to say that because I've obviously seen them all. Uh, so, I mean, yes, it's a very enjoying, enjoying it's a very enjoying, it's a very enjoyful film. Um, that I don't know if that's the phrasing I want to use, but um, it's a very action-packed film. It's like, from Jump Jump, jump Street to the end of the movie... Like, there's not a lot of downtime. There's a little bit of, like, story time stuff with Thanos, but, like, obviously he's kind of a newer character, so it kind of makes sense. They kind of kind of give more background on Thanos. So we've seen him a couple times, you know, in previous movies, but, like, this is, like, his coming out party, basically. This is his movie uh, to a lesser degree. So it's like, yeah, we got to figure out what's going on with this guy. What's his motivation? Why is he doing any, all of this? Like, what's his backstory? Because, you know, we don't know Thanos, like... All you know is he wants these gems, but why? And what's you know? I mean, you know, Gamora and Nebula's daughters, quote unquote. um, But you know, you find out a little bit more of that whole story. Uh, But other than that, it's just action, 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 action. Uh, Pun, 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 quip, quip, quip. uh, Joke, joke, joke. I I mean, it's a lot. It's it's, there's a lot of jokes in it. I mean, again. It falls into that fine line of sometimes where it's like, eh, th- does this scene really need a joke in it? Like, it's kind of a serious scene, and you're throwing in these jokes. It's like, um, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I mean, yeah, I get they don't want to be like, oh, super serious and, you know, dark, like the DC universe or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, well, the w- he's trying to destroy the world. Like, maybe, maybe we shouldn't just be joking about stuff right now, you know? you know it's like maybe take this a little bit serious <laughs> you know it's you know some degree um but yeah it's it's uh I don't know, it's definitely a good movie i definitely say go see it uh it did break the box office opening weekend record which honestly surprised me a little bit um i thought it was going to do really well i mean i i thought you know it'd be 220 225 range i, I figured it would kind of you know uh be along the lines of last jedi i didn't think it was going to be force awakens i didn't think it was going to beat force awakens but it beat force awakens by about a hundred uh but about 10 million dollars so yeah 257 something or other i think was the total so yeah a lot of people wouldn't see it and i don't blame them and i'm guessing a lot of people saw it twice too i haven't seen it twice i've only seen it once so far um i don't think i'll go again necessarily but maybe see what happens i got i got so much going on right now it's it's tough um as it is, I almost went to the Bruins game again tonight, but I was like, I can't do three nights in a row. It's just, it's tough. Um, I mean, I don't know what my next game is going to be because, you know, everything's kind of up in the air right now. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's uh, Avengers Infinity. I don't want to say too much more without because I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but yeah, I mean. You know, I I didn't, when I was in the theater, I didn't really, like, pay attention to, like, the people around me or anything like that so much. Um, there were a bunch of kids in there. And I've heard, and I don't, again, I don't want to give anything away, but I've heard a lot of kids are not dealing well with this, this movie. And it's, you know, ugh, I mean, I, you know, I, I you know, it's just a movie, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But at the same time, it's like, if you're, like, a five-year-old kid and you have a certain favorite, super, uh, superhero or whatever, and, uh, maybe, maybe things don't go so well for him, or whatever, it could be tough, that could be tough, I, I could see that being, uh, a, a bit, uh, a bit upsetting for, for, uh, younger, younger audiences, um, yeah, but, um, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, I, like, again, I don't want to spoil anything, uh, but, uh. Yeah, it's not—it's not, it's not exactly the happiest movie ever. <laughs> Just leave it at that. Um, all right, so okay, let's move on. Um, so we got some stuff coming up this weekend. Obviously, there's NBA playoffs and M- M- uh, NHL playoffs still going. On. Of course, you got hockey. Uh, I've got, I mean, baseball um, still going strong. Uh, I don't think there's any tennis yet i don't i don't I don't know when the french open starts i don't think it's still a couple weeks but there is some horse racing because it is the first saturday in uh may and as tradition uh that is the kentucky derby it also happens to fall on cinco de mayo this year so um happy cinco de mayo to all you cinco de mayo people whatever that means um it's not mexican independence day i, I know that's not it um I'm honestly not. I honestly can say I'm not even totally sure what uh, Cinco de Mayo is specifically for. Or was it some battle or something? I don't know. I will to say I don't know. Um, but Cinco de Mayo. Quattro de Cinco. For your arrested development events. Oh, also. If you go see Avengers Infinity War. And I completely missed this. There is a, an arrested development joke in there, apparently. I, I read this after the fact. I didn't notice it when I was watching it, but. Apparently there's a rusted development joke in there, so if you keep a keep a keen eye on, on that. Um might have to do with nowhere. Just just a little teaser there. Um anyways, uh yeah, so the Kentucky Kentucky Derby is this Saturday. And traditionally every Kentucky Derby day, and it's around Cinco de Mayo every year obviously, um, there's usually a boxing match, big boxing match. It used to always be Mayweather or somebody Canelo's done it a couple times and it was supposed to be Triple G versus Canelo in the rematch from last September uh that ended in a draw controversially um unfortunately that's not happening because Canelo got popped for a legal substance or something and he got suspended for 6 months so the rumor was that might be delayed till September which actually is Mexican Independence Day um so it'll be a year after the first one uh, but now Triple G's backing off that, saying he, he doesn't he doesn't know if he wants to fight Canelo now, and Canelo is being really, you know, he, he's upset about everything that went down or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But regardless of any of that, Triple G is fighting, um, this Saturday, tomorrow, or I think Um, not in Vegas, though. He's fighting in Carson, uh, California at the StubHub Center, which is, I believe, where the... One of the soccer teams plays. Is it the Galaxy? I guess it's the Galaxy. I know they. Have, isn't there another? Don't they have another soccer team there too? I don't know. Whatever. Also, that's where the San Diego, uh, our San Diego, Los Los Angeles Chargers have been playing or did play this year, and I think I think they're going to play in or last year, this year too, because that stadium's not going to be done yet, which. um yeah, obviously they're them and the Rams are gonna have the new stadium, but I don't think that's opening till two thousand nineteen. I want to say because I know it got delayed because of rain. <laughs> like yeah, it's like yeah, it rains so you know we'll do it later. But, all right, let so let's go let's go back let's back up for a little bit. So yes, Kentucky Derby is um, uh, on Sat tomorrow Saturday Cinco de Mayo. Uh, uh, his mother was a mutter. His. Uh, father was a mutter what (laughs) I don't know if it's supposed to rain so I don't know if being mutters is going to help anyone um if that's a Seinfeld joke for any of you people that didn't get that one Uh, all right so here's the race here's the card here's the the list of uh, horses that are racing unfortunately Gronk will not be racing yes uh, there was a horse named Gronk uh named after Rodman Gronkowski that qualified for the kentucky derby and then Gronk actually even bought a like a uh, ownership share of it or something like that but then it, i guess it got hurt and is not going to be at the kentucky derby it's still supposed to be at the preakness and the belmont uh but it will be missing the kentucky derby uh it's not a bar bar, bar but what was that what was the horse name that they ended up shooting baro whatever he won the kentucky derby but then like Pulled up lame the Preakness and eventually they had to kill it. It was like five years ago, maybe six years ago. I don't. Know, I forget. I remember it was a big deal. Blah blah blah. All right. Anyways, we're, um. Uh. Yes. Yeah, so here are the here are the horses that are uh, racing this tomorrow. Uh. Go place your bets. Uh. So, the uh, odds-on favorite is Justify at seven to two. Then we got My Boy Jack at f- uh, five to one. Uh, Mendelssohn six to one. Audible, six to one, Good Magic seven to one, Bolt Bolt Oro, nine to one, Magnum Moon twelve to one, Vino Rosso seventeen to one, Hofberg twenty two to one, Lone Sailor twenty nine to one, Free Drop Billy forty four to one, Promises Fulfilled forty nine to one, Enticed fifty to one, Noble Indie fifty one to one flame away fifty five to one bravazo sixty eight to one uh firenzi friar that's a weird one uh sixty nine to one so that that probably should win right <laughs> um salamini salamini uh seventy one to one combatant seventy four to one and the long shot instilled regard At 99 to 1. Now, these are as of now. Obviously, they'll change before uh, the post or whatever they call it. Um, uh, And some of these horses may drop out. They already had one, I think, that dropped out. Because when I looked at this list earlier in the week, there were 21. Because there was was an alternate or whatever. So, I guess either the alternate dropped out or the alternate's in there. I don't remember. I didn't look at the list. But here's the big thing. Who am I going with? Who am I picking? Um... I think I'm going to go with Mendelssohn. I don't know. Something about that name. Six to one odds. So it's not the favorite. It's not even the second favorite. But it's right in there. Right on the top, top, top uh, tier. Uh, six to one. You know, not a big payout if it wins. Not a huge payout if it wins. But still, six to one. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go Mendelssohn. No real reason behind that. I'm not, uh, like a, a secret, like, horse guy or... I know anything about horse racing. Um... I don't follow it other than like the big three races and even then only if uh only if like the I usually only I only, usually only care about the Belmont's the the Belmont stakes if the if the pre I usually only care about the Belmont if the Kentucky Derby winner wins the preakness. Right? Otherwise who cares? And I could argue who cares regardless, because I typically don't bet on this all I did last year. Uh, I threw some money down on... I forget whatever the horse was. I put money on down on for Kentucky Derby. And I think that one ended up winning the Preakness. It lost Kentucky Derby, but then I think it won the Preakness or maybe it was the Belmont. I don't know. Either way, it doesn't matter. I lost. I don't think we'll be uh, taking the trip down to... Uh, um, uh, uh, Suffolk Downs this year like we did last year. That It was kind of fun, but, you know, Suffolk Downs was this... Uh, For those of you not familiar, Suffolk Town is this horse racing track that's uh, right outside of Boston, or is it in Boston? Either way, it's, you know, um, it's kind of run down, it's a little old, it got sold off to somebody, they're going to tear it down and do something else with it or something. Uh, But that was, we thought, going to happen last year, and then they got the lead, and blah blah blah. And I guess so it's supposed to happen later this year, so they're still open this year, so it's still open, but I don't know. I don't see myself going down there again, especially since uh the uh Celtics will be playing at five o'clock, so uh yeah, in the in the race I think it's like six thirty or something. Uh so yeah, I don't I don't imagine myself uh, ever going to uh to Suffolk Downs uh, again. At least not in the current um its current form, if you know, depending on whatever whatever ends up happening with that. But yeah, Mendelssohn, there we go. All right. As far as the Triple G fight, he is taking on um, a guy's name that I'm going to butcher because I don't know how to say it. But it's uh, Veins Martirosan. Martirosan? Martirosan. I don't know. Let's call him Veins. I mean, that's kind of a cool first name. I mean, I'm calling him Triple G. I can't say his name either. I mean, I don't. I don't see. I mean. You know, obviously, this guy's filling in for Canelo. Um, it's supposed to be the big rematch. And, you know, may or may not happen in September. Now, I mean, if he, provided he wins this, I mean, maybe but not even. I don't know if it even matters, but it would be obviously a little bit of a letdown if he doesn't win this to then have, fight Canelo for what, you know. Uh, but uh, this guy, I mean, he's pretty good. He's he's uh, he is uh, currently thirty six and three. And one. 36-3-1. I mean, Triple G is still undefeated. I mean, he did get the draw. He's 37-0-1. So, I mean, it'd probably be good. I don't know. I mean... But it just doesn't have the same uh, hype that, you know, Triple G versus Canelo uh, did. Or would. Um, Especially the rematch, given what happened in the first one. Uh, But, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go against Triple G. (laughs) Nope. Um... All right, so before we talk about Backlash, which is this Sunday, let's let's skip ahead a little bit because I want to talk, go back and talk about uh, Greatest Royal Rumble and all that uh, nonsense. Um, but let's skip ahead to next week, even though I know half these bouts are probably not going to happen given what happened last time. UFC 224 is next Saturday uh, from Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. Um this hasn't been a lot of um you know back and forth or like canceling out of this one so far i mean originally the fight was supposed to be kind of a different fight and but that was never changed it just was originally chris cyborg was going to be um the the featherweight the women's featherweight champion uh was going to uh was going to be the main event of this, but they moved her up. So now it's Amanda Nunez. Uh, so, I mean, it's still kind of the same. But, the you know, the match itself has not changed. It's still Amanda Nunez versus Raquel Pennington for the uh, women's bantamweight uh, championship. So, you know, I mean, and, and it makes sense given that... Uh, uh, well, I mean, I guess it doesn't make as much sense as Cyborg because uh, Cyborg... It's kind of the bigger name, but I mean they are both from Brazil, so I mean it's still women's match from woman champion from Brazil, so it, it it's fine. Um, it, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, I mean there's 13 matches scheduled, but how many of them actually happen? I don't know. Hopefully people aren't throwing stuff at buses and whatever like last time. But um, unless Conor McGregor is going to Brazil to get involved in the women's match or get angry about the women's match, I don't I don't really. I don't really foresee any any issues with that, but uh, obviously injuries and and people not making weight and stuff like that, or suspensions too, can always happen, and we're still over a week out, so take take these with a grain of salt, but I will make some predictions nonetheless. Alright, first of all, in the uh, pre-show, pre-show, on the Fight Pass, um, we have um, a, um, let's see, start off with the middleweight battle. Marcus Perez taking on James Bacconic. Bakovic. Baknovic. I don't know. That's probably wrong. I'm going to go with Marcus Perez. All right. Next up, we have a welterweight uh, uh, match. Bout. Fight. Whatever. Uh, It is... Alberto Mina versus Ramazan Amiv. I'm going to go with Ramazan Amiv. Alright, next up, it's another middleweight battle. Uh, This time it is uh, Thales Thealis taking on Jack Hermanson. I'm going to go with Thales Thealis. And that's probably not how you say it, but I'm going to go with him anyways. Um. Okay. Yeah. So uh, another another middleweight battle, uh, then another welterweight battle. Um, middleweight, welterweight, middleweight, welterweight. Seems to be going a pattern here. Uh, I feel like there's just more middleweights and welterweights, anyways, and just in general uh, for fighters. Uh, we got uh, yeah the welterweight battle. W- Worley Alves taking on Sultan Aliev. Alive. Um uh, no, Sultan. Oh, I think the Sultan's gonna win. Rikishi, yeah. I fought two, whatever you wanna call call He's uh he's he's back as a Sultan. Alright, next up we have... Oh, next up we move on to the preliminary card that's on FX. If you're watching, if you're keeping track at home, it's on FX, not on Fox Sports 1 or 2. It's on FX. So uh, if you're flipping around channels uh, trying to find it, it's FX this time around. Not FXX, FX. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what happens uh, when this whole Disney thing goes through, though. Because I believe Disney's getting FX. FX and FXX, but not FS1 or FS2, or the regular Fox, or Fox News. They're just getting FX and FXX, which I wonder if they'll change the name of those, or keep the names, uh, they're also getting all the, you know, the studios and whatever. Um, it be interesting to see. Now, I mean, it'll also be interesting to see what happens with UFC, in terms of their TV deal, because um, it's coming up pretty soon, and rumors are that they're going to sign deals with NBC and ESPN. And they're going to have, like... They're going to cut... The, the rumor was they're going to cut back on the number of pay-per-views, but have more uh, uh, events on like on um, ESPN and NBC, or probably NBC Sports Network. Uh, but specifically, part of the deal was that certain fighters were going to be exclusive to certain networks. And I don't know if that's more... The fighters themselves, or maybe the like weight classes, because that would kind of not make sense if you didn't do it by weight classes. You kind of have to do it by weight classes. I feel like. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, that'll be interesting to see if that actually pans out. I don't, I don't know, but. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but anyways, yes, FXX. We have another welterweight battle. Um. L. El- Elizev- Zaleski Dos Santos taking on Sean Strickland. Um, I'm going to go Sean Strickland. Actually, you know, it's interesting. I wonder if, cause I remember the last time they were in Brazil and everyone was chanting whoop, there it is, or, but not really. Um, they were saying that other thing that they chant. Um, I forget what it is. Uh, but it's two whoop, there it is. It's really weird. Uh, but the whole fight card was someone from Brazil taking on someone from the United States, I believe. So I don't know if this, that's the same dealy. It kind of looks like it. Or at least not 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 necessarily from the United States. I feel like it was mostly Brazil versus the United States last time. But at least every fight had somebody from Brazil. And I believe that is the case. Um, or at least seems that way so far. Yep, so far every every match has at least one guy from uh, um Brazil. Oh, I guess, huh, uh, I guess from Brazil. Um actually, I don't think there's any United States guys. Actually, these first two guys don't have links, so I don't know where they're from. Uh, let's see. Okay, let's move on though. Uh, so we have a lightweight battle uh between Wait, where where's Ah oh, well Strickland yeah Sean Strickland's United States oh, okay anyways, um lightweight battle between Davi Ramos, who I'm gonna guess is from Brazil uh, no doesn't say I don't know um taking on Nick Hein he's German um all right, well, I'm gonna guess this Davi Ramos guy is Brazilian. if he's not, he's the first one that doesn't have a guy in Brazil. So I'm going to go, I'm still going to go with, I'm going to go with Davi. Davi Ramos. Let's see though. I'm interested though. I know, Brazil is huge into MMA, so I mean, it's not really like a big surprise. And they're smart, obviously, to, yep, he's from Brazil. Okay, that, I mean, that's, you know, obviously smart for them to have, um, you know, shows in Brazil. I get it, uh. And, you know, time-wise, it works. It's not like that weird time where they, like, had the UFC event in, in England, but had it at like, the normal time they have the normal UFC event, so it was on, like, at 4 or 5 in the morning. Or I guess it would have started at 3 in the morning and went to, like, 5 in the morning or, it was, or 6 in the morning. I was like, what? what? <laughs> it's a Saturday. I mean, I guess it's because of Vegas and betting and whatever, but it's like, you know, people couldn't watch stuff in the afternoon. It's it's fine. WWE did it. <laughs> um I know that's a different thing. Whatever. Okay, moving on. We have a heavyweight battle between Olakai Oh no, Alesk Aleski, I guess it's Aleski. Aleski Olenik um taking on Junior Albini who is from Brazil. Um yeah. I mean, I don't think Aleski Olenik would be from Brazil. But Junior Albini, which is weird because so far all the guys on the listed on the left, except for that first match I'm not sure, are Brazilian and then everyone on the right's not Brazilian except for this one as the flip flop. But I'm gonna go with Olinik. I know it's not Kelly Olenek. It's not even spelled right. Uh, there's an extra I in there for some reason. But um Yeah, I don't know can't go with all the Brazilians. Uh, all right, but I'm still confused here. All right, so let's see. Is Marcus Perez? This doesn't sound Brazilian. Marcus Perez. Let's see, where is he from? I'm wrong. He is, he is from Brazil. Perez? Is that Brazilian? I don't, I don't know, Whatever. Yep. So so, I think I think that is the case here. Um, but anyways, keeping keep it moving. Middleweight battle. Cesar Ferreira taking on Carl Robertson. 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 Uh, Cesar Ferreira is Brazilian. Carl Robertson is uh, from the United States. So there you go. Uh, I'm gonna go with Cesar. Why not Cesar? All right. Next up, uh, we move on to the main card, which is on pay per view. So, if you want to order it, I believe it's sixty dollars. I'm gonna guess. I think. I, what? I don't 60 you know, Sixty, sixty-five. I don't know what. What are UFC things these days that aren't like the big special ones? Uh, what do we got here? Checking my old guide. 65, okay. Well, that that makes sense, I guess. All right, we got, uh, first up in the middleweight battle, we have Victor Belfort versus uh, Lyoto Makita. Victor Belfort, of course, is uh, from Brazil, um, as uh, you would expect. Um, Lyoto Makita is also from Brazil. We have Brazil versus Brazil. How about that? I'm gonna go with Makita. Makita. Ma- 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 I think it's Makita. Makita. All right. Next up in a uh, bantamweight battle, we got John Lanker taking on Brian Kelleher. Uh, John uh, John Lanker is uh, Brazilian, um, and uh, Brian Kelleher is also Brazilian. No, I'm just joking. He is from <laughs> he is from United States. <laughs> Yeah, Kelleher not is not Brazilian name by any means. I mean, Perez is that I, I guess. But uh, um, I'm gonna go with Kelleher. Why not, Brian Kelleher? All right. Next up, we have a women's uh, strawweight uh, match between Mackenzie Dern and Amanda Cooper. Ah, I mean. Mackenzie Dern. She's from Arizona. Amanda Cooper is also is from Michigan. So we got the one, the one match, so far. Couple of uh, United States, states uh, ladies fighting, and uh, no, uh, no Brazilian. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, and I'm gonna go with me, Amanda Cooper. All right, next up in the co-main event, I guess. Co- co-main, I suppose. Um, okay, now this is the confusing thing, because this is the dude that has, like, the name that they don't call him. But they don't list it here by the name. So it's Ronaldo Souza, but he's known as Jacare. Like, they, that's his name. It means alligator or something. He's from Brazil. So it's like, if you look at the poster, it will say Jacare. It won't say Ronaldo Souza. But there he is, as Ronaldo Susan, and then it says Shikari. And I'm like, Am I reading the wrong thing? Did someone like leave? Did someone get bounced out of the who's the Jacari guy? Didn't say him, but that's his nickname. It gets confusing. Uh taking on uh, Kelvin Gas Gastellum. Gastellum? Gastelum? Gastellum? Gastellum? Gastellum. Uh he's from um San Jose, California. I'm gonna go with because why not? All right. Um, all right, and now for the main event of the evening, it is the uh, UFC Women's Bantamweight Championship. We have Amanda Nunez defending her title. She is Brazilian, uh, taking on Raquel Pennington. Uh, I believe she's from California. No, nope, Colorado. Close enough. Um, I gotta go with Amanda Nunez. I, I mean, I don't. I don't see anyone beating her anytime soon. Especially not in... Um, um, in Brazil. Yes, that does mean I'm picking... For both women's matches, I'm picking someone named Amanda. But hey, listen. I think the Amanda's going to do well uh, next Saturday if they end up fighting. Or who knows what happens. You never know with these UFC things. Alright, but that's all till next week. Coming up this Sunday. Yes, this Sunday. After last... Thursday, last Friday's uh, greatest Royal Rumble ever, uh, or whatever. <laughs> um, another pay per view, another WWE pay per view. But let's go back for the greatest Royal Rumble because here's the thing about this. I mean, I talked about it last week. This show was kind of out of nowhere. People didn't really know what to expect. They named all these crazy matches and fifty man battle Royal or Royal Rumble and blah blah blah, and it was like yeah, but is it really going to be, like, a thing, or is it just going to be like, oh, here's a bunch of matches for a bunch of people? And while, yes, they did have a title change, sort of, I mean, there was a Raw, the Raw Tag Championships were vacant, so they needed to have, you know, obviously someone had to win them. Um, yeah, none of the titles changed, so it's almost like, hmm, it's kind of a glorified house show, in, in a way. Uh, souped up, glorified house show that they turned into a network special that then became a pay per view. That blah 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 blah. Um, it was it wasn't bad. I mean, it was kind of fun, to, you know, Friday afternoon to watch a bunch of wrestling. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, the fifty man battle uh, Royal Rumble was a bit a uh, bit wonky. I mean, it was kind of like I mean, other than like Mysterio and Jericho and stuff, it was like you have fifty guys and a lot of them are just random whoever, you know. It's like, oh, here here's, you know, Kurt Hawkins. It's like, great. It's like here's, you know, Bo Dallas or Curtis Axel. It's like, you know, I mean, they're fine. I have no problem with them, but it's like when there's fifty spots, there's a lot of filler. I, I guess is my point. Um But anyways, let's run down the card real quick. The John Cena, Triple H started off. Um, John Cena won. No big surprise there. House show get people excited, revved up. Uh Cedric Alexander against Kalisto. Cedric Alexander. Like I said, no no titles change hands except um, the Raw Tag Titles, so I got that one right. Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy, they won the Tag Titles, got that one right. Jeff Hardy retained um, against Jinder Mahal, got that one right. The Bludgeon Brothers retained against Usos, got that right. Seth Rollins won the four-way ladder match, got that right. Uh, now, AJ Styles versus Nakamura, this is the one I was kind of like, well, you know, if they just have AJ Styles win again, it doesn't really help the the thing. So, ended up happening was they, uh, they uh, both got counted out. Um, Nakamura hit AJ with another low blow And then they fought to the outside And AJ was pissed and started beating him up And then they got counted out, blah 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 uh, So obviously AJ keeps his title But, um, you know There was no real winner So they can continue the feud until tomorrow Or not tomorrow, but Sunday Whatever day whatever day it is um, Whatever day you're listening to this um, Could be tomorrow uh, So yeah, so Yeah, that was that uh, Undertaker beat Rusev in the casket match and he threw Aiden English in for, you know, for a me- for good measure. Uh, so that was fun, I guess. Uh, see, there's the thing. Roman Reigns. Uh, this was the th- one. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Steel Cage. It was like, well, if they're going to make it a kind of a big deal, maybe they'll have this match change hands. Because no one still seems to know exactly what the Lesnar thing is. Um, he's not supposed to be at anything anytime soon, so it's like, well, maybe just take the title off him, but, uh, ultimately they didn't, but they did it in a weird way where it was kind of, <sighs> so Reigns speared Lesnar through the side of the cage. Lesnar landed on the part of the cage. Roman Reigns kind of landed on his head, but then rolled off onto the floor. The rule has always been both feet Whoever has both feet touching the floor is the winner. So technically it should have been Roman Reigns. But Lesnar was out of the cage first. And they justified it by doing that. It was a little little wonky the way it ended. But ultimately Lesnar has still the title. And I think eventually he'll be dropping it to the guy that won the um, greatest uh, Royal Rumble. I had Daniel Bryan as my pick and he was number one. And he lasted all the way into the final three, breaking Rey Mysterio's record, which, whatever. And it's Braun Strowman. And Braun Strowman eliminated 13 guys, breaking Roman Reigns' record. Which, again, if it's 50 guys, it doesn't really count. (laughs) But whatever. I guess if you want to count it, sure. But, like, seriously, when you really think about it, should it count? Probably not. Or at least have an asterisk next to it, you know? I mean, how, how, unless you do another 50 man Battle Royal, how, how you, I mean, it's, how you can even justify that, you know? Uh, but anyways, I mean, they did that 41 that one time, I was at it, Uh but, uh, they didn't have any records, there was no one, no one beat any records, um, but yeah, Braun Strowman won, he won, like, a random trophy, and, and then a random, like, belt, for some reason, I don't know Why? a couple things to note obviously there was no women at the show Uh, but they did show apparently they showed a commercial for for back well it was kind of for backlash but it was kind of it was more for the new that they're co-branding the pay-per-views which we'll talk about that in a second because I don't know if that's such a great idea um Apparently, there was women in it. There's women in the commercial. They're dancing around, singing, and uh, that's not cool. And they had to apolog- And Saudi Arabia had to like, apologize or blah blah blah. Or the the stadium, I guess, had to apologize or whatever. Kind of weird. And then uh, Sami Zayn was not there. Yeah, he's uh, he's of Syrian descent, and that didn't go over well with Saudi Arabia. So it's a little unclear of as. To whether he decided not to go, they told him not to go, or they were asked that he not be there, or, or what the case was. He claimed on SmackDown he had vertigo, and that's the reason why he wasn't there. But, obviously, he tongue tongue was firmly planted in his cheek on that one. Um, yeah, overall, I mean, it was a fine show. It wasn't anything special. It was glorified house show, like I said. Um, so, yeah. But now we're moving on to backlash and backlash has I think more ram- we'll have more ramifications. Now like I said this is the first pay-per-view um or like, you know, B pay-per-view you know, outside of WrestleMania and Royal Rumble and all those. Um that is going to be co-branded now. Back to co-branded, which um here's the problem I have with this. And and I get that they were running way too many pay-per-views when they first did the brand split. Not you know, I get that. There was too many too many it was over the top. And I'm fine with them cutting down. But at the same time, I don't think that you should then co-brand. And I guess their their thought process is, well, they got people that want to sign up for the network and watch these shows or buy them a pay-per-view or whatever. Uh, they want to see the big stars in all, the, all of the pay-per-views. And you don't want to overload them with multiple pay-per-views. You know, that's overkill. But you want to have, every time they have a pay-per-view, expect, uh, you know, Braun Strowman to be there. Or expect AJ Styles to be there. And if you don't do co-brand, it doesn't work. But the problem is, is you have these split brands now, and you have these separate shows. And it's like, well, what are these separate shows leading up to? Like, for instance, there are no tag matches. Tag titles. Neither tag titles are on online tonight uh, uh, at Backlash. There's no Cruiserweight matches. There's no Cruiserweight. And I guess that's where the Cruiser with 205 Live is kind of falling through the cracks because... It was part of Raw, and that was fine when you had the separate brands. You could have throw a cruiserweight match or two on the on the um, Raw pay-per-view, and it didn't take up too much of the of the card. But it's not if you have the co-branded and you have cruiserweight match or two. It's like okay, that's taking up spots here that we don't even have room for tag matches. But it's like, where does 205 Live now fit? It's on after SmackDown. It's not really part of Raw anymore. But like, where does it fall? I don't know. And like, are they are they gonna be on pay per views at all? I mean, yes, they were on WrestleMania and they were on Greatest Royal Rumble, but are they gonna be on any of the of them going forward that aren't like the big ones? I don't know, and it's weird. So, it's 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 a weird situation. But um, yeah. So, anyways, let's just run through these. Um, yeah, but see, yeah, I mean, uh, so like I said, yeah, I mean, so. Looking at the matches, there are nine matches scheduled, one on the pre-show and eight. There are, um, excluding the pre-show match, I guess, uh, there's four, four SmackDown and, f- well, no, there's three SmackDown. Three SmackDown, three Raw. No, wait, is that right? Yeah. No, no, I'm, I take that back. Let me take that back. Force SmackDown, two Raw, and then two co-branded matches. That's interesting. So Raw throw in the pre-show match. It's I guess it's three Raw. So Raw kind of getting the short end of the stick here. Well, because two of these are co-branded, and that and we'll get to that. Uh, so let's just jump into it. So all right, we'll start off with um, Seth Rollins versus The Miz. So this match came about because the Miz demanded his one on one rematch for after he lost WrestleMania. That was the night after WrestleMania. That was before the brand split. But then the Miz went to SmackDown. And even though he technically got a shot at the Greatest Royal Rumble, this is his one on one rematch. So yeah, I mean I guess if he wins it's confusing. I don't know. I don't think they've really like specified whether if he wins, does he go back to Raw with a championship, or if he wins, does he bring the championship to SmackDown? Because if that's the case, it kind of makes it obvious who's going to win, because the United States Championship isn't going anywhere at this point because Jeff Hardy is fighting Randy Orton. They're both on SmackDown, solidified on SmackDown. So that belt's not going anywhere. They're not going to have both U.S. and Intercontinental belt on the same show. But if Mizden jumps back over to Raw I can't say that you have to you completely rule that out. With all that said, I still think Seth Rollins is going to win that. Uh oh but before wait, let me I'm jumping ahead now. Before we get that, before we get that, before we get that. Bailey versus Ruby Riot for some reasons on the pre-show. Whatever, Bailey wins. I don't who the hell knows? No, 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 you know what? Take it back. I'm gonna go with Ruby Riot. I'm assuming the Riot Squad's gonna interfere, and um, Sasha's gonna try to help Bailey and cause her to lose or something. Whatever. All right. Now Seth Rollins, Miz Intercontinental Title. I think Seth Rollins keeps it for now. I- I'm really kind of surprised that um, Finn Balor didn't end up in here at all. Because that's the other thing. I mean, look at look at who's not on this card. Elias isn't on this card. Finn Balor's not on the card. Uh... Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt, and tag champions. No tag teams are on this card. Um, you know, that's the problem. It's like, we, do you do this co-branded pay-per-views? You're not... I mean, even if the point is to have the top guys on it, these other guys are not going to be on... They can't be on every show. So I think that's a mistake on their end. Um, all right, but moving on. Um, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, like I said. Um this <laughs> Randy Orton's been rumored for like months to be taking time off, uh, but still hasn't happened. Uh, but I don't, I don't, I don't think he's going to win the title uh, back. I think Jeff Hardy will keep it for a bit. Um, next up, we have um, Carmella defending the Women's SmackDown Championship against Charlotte Flair. Uh, I think, I think Carmella's going to keep it for now. I wouldn't. I don't see her just giving it right back to Charlotte yet. Eventually down the line, I think she will get it, but not yet. Uh, Nia Jax taking Alexa Bliss. Same same sort of thing. I don't see it going take, getting taken off uh, Nia Jax that quickly. Uh, and, or giving it back to Alexa Bliss. Maybe down the line. Although I feel like they're going to probably move in a different direction after this. I don't know what, but uh, I don't know. All right, next up we have, uh, uh, where are we going now? Braun Strowman and the returning Bobby Lashley uh, taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. This match was just made on Raw, and that was the thing. I was like, "Well, wait a minute, wait. Braun Strowman's not in a match? How, how can he not be in the match? And I was like, wait, Bobby Lashley's back, and his name is Lashley, and it's Backlash, and he just came back. How can you not have Bobby Lashley back on Backlash? And But he is. And Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, i um. Yeah, I can't see for Braun Strowman, and but and I can't see Braun Strowman losing this. First of all, and then Bobby Lashley returning, losing his first big pay per view match that wasn't the greatest for a rumble. Um. Similar. Well, see here. So I would say similar to that. Um. Uh, we have Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan taking on Big Cass. Now, I know Daniel Bryan had his match at WrestleMania, so fine. He won that one. Um, Big Cass just returned. Big Cass eliminated Daniel Bryan from the Greatest Royal Rumble. I don't see this going anywhere if Daniel Bryan just wins. Um, But at the same time, I can't see Daniel Bryan not winning. So maybe he wins by, like, DQ or something. I I don't know. Because I feel like this storyline might continue for a bit. But I can't see him losing. Um, then we got Samoa Joe taking on Roman Reigns. Again, another inter-brand match because Samoa Joe beat this match tonight after WrestleMania. Uh, and it could have been for the Intercontinental title. It could have been for the Universal title. But none of that happened. Uh, but then Samoa Joe moved to SmackDown. So, I mean, there's no ramifications for this because there's no title on the line. Um, I think Joe wins. I think Samoa Joe wins. When's the last time Roman Reigns won a match, right? So... Why have him win now? Have Joe go to SmackDown and be the big star over there, and uh, maybe, maybe, maybe he's in Daniel Bryan's next matchup, or maybe he moves on to the winner of the main event, which is AJ Styles taking on Shinsuke Nakamura in a no disqualification match for the WWE Championship. Um, I think the I think the telling thing there is that it's no disqualification. Now, what does that mean necessarily? I mean, could the could the club get involved potentially but Shinsuke's go to finisher right now is a low blow so that would be legal although he did it regardless of that in the uh, greatest Royal rumble but uh, is it time for AJ to lose the title though it might be yeah I think Shinsuke is going to win some by some nefarious nefarious means and become the champion. And then, I mean, I feel like they'll probably have a rematch, maybe. But then I feel like Joe's going to get involved in this. Or maybe The Miz. I, I don't see how that works, though. Necessarily, because they're all kind of heels. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think it's been it's been too long since the big title change has happened. I feel like it's time. Blizzard's had it for over a year now. AJ's had it since November. Time for a change, time for a change. So give it to Nakamura and see what happens. Heal Nakamura and his new rap music entrance theme. All right, that's gonna do it. Um, I don't really think I have anything else to say. Uh, kind of a shorter episode than uh, than the last couple were, uh, but I think that's a good thing. Um, yeah, so we've got backlash coming up uh, Sunday. We've got the Kentucky Derby tomorrow. We got Triple G fighting. We got UFC two twenty four coming up, and I. Uh, Couple weeks and all sorts of um, sports and and whatever. Go see Infinity War if you haven't yet. Uh, there's some new movies coming out uh, soon. Deadpool Two's coming out right around the corner. And then we got Hans the Solo movie. We got new Jurassic Park movie. There's an Ant Man Wasp. All sorts of movies coming up. I'll probably be talking about um, you know some TV shows still winding up their season. I'll we'll probably talk about those uh, coming up. In the next episode, I don't know when that will be. Uh money in the bank isn't until middle of June. Yeah, we got a little break from uh pay-per-view. Uh but there's also um uh takeover that night too, or that weekend. Um So yeah. That's gonna do it. Alright, thanks thanks for listening. Go Celtics, go Bruins, go Red Sox, go Triple G. I don't know, go Mendelssohn. Mendelssohn, six to one. Six to one odds, Mendelssohn, Let's do it. Kentucky Derby, here we come. Mint juleps and margaritas and hats and sombreros. Let's get it done. All right. So uh, thank you for listening. Always uh, check out the blog at RazorVader.blogspot.com. Uh, subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Follow me on Twitter at RazorVader. You know, give me a review. Tell me how it's going. Let me let me know your Kentucky Derby pick or whatever, or whoever you're rooting for in the playoffs and whatnot, um, let me know. That's going to do it, so thank you for listening, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.